Before we begin today's study, I would like to touch on some things we have studied in the past. Now, the reason why I desire to touch on these things is not too long ago, I just went through a document where the writer of this document was trying to rectify some issues about clean and unclean food. And the writer was stating assumptions of people why they defend and why they believe in things that um, that with that are clear in the bible but because really just because they want to go ahead and do what they want to do they find every possible excuse from the bible and it's very interesting how we can just many people just pick out one text and just run with it not even understanding the context in which that particular verse or that particular statement was used so as to this issue of clean and unclean food let us go back to what we have read not what we have not read but what we have read the first thing i'd like to say again is what god himself said about abraham when he was talking to isaac he said i have done i have promised all of these blessings because your father Abraham he obeyed my voice he obeyed my commandments he obeyed my laws he obeyed my charge and he obeyed my statutes so and we've been seeing that even from the beginning from the time of Adam and Eve there was the classification of clean and unclean food they were offering clean animals as a sacrifice to God so they knew what clean food was and what unclean food was and during the time of Abraham uh, during the time of Adam let's not forget everyone spoke one language every single person spoke one language they just uh, they, 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 they were given the instruction God gave them the instructions to be fruitful and to multiply and subdue the earth so wherever they were they spoke one language so as at that as at that time even at the time of adam and eve there was nothing like jews or israelites there was there was nothing like that there was nothing like that it there was only the camp of adam and the camp of Cain because Cain departed he was sent away he was now a vagabond right so there was no classification of jews there was no instruction there was no command as we have read these are the commands god gave mankind he gave mankind he didn't give a particular set of people he gave mankind he gave mankind the sabbath he gave mankind clean and unclean food he gave mankind all that is in the bible and we see where God is now focusing on one generation. God is now focusing on one man. That was, and, and that started from when God picked out Abraham from the awe of the Chaldeans. Now, we can even see the nationality of Abraham. Abraham was not a Jew. Isaac was not a Jew. Jacob was not a Jew. They were people from Chaldeans. Their nationality was the awe of the children. So, you know, when we, when I hear things like, oh, 
clean and unclean food they are for the jews no it's for mankind adam and eve they knew what clean and unclean food was even down to today man knows what clean and unclean food is man from adam they knew what the sabbath was it wasn't just for the ones that obey it was for mankind it was for mankind not just for a particular set of people it's for every single soul that lives what what else what else i think those are the two controversial if i can call them controversial things that people just tend to go back and forth anyways the document i read it was about clean and unclean food and i'm like this this we you and i started from genesis chapter one and from genesis chapter one we we have not at any point read that god gave this particular set of people all we have been reading was god gave man god gave man in their offerings see even from the time of adam even down to the time of noah before the flood they were not even eating meat yet they knew what clean and unclean meat was because they offered clean animals to god as a sacrifice so you know what can we do we the only thing we can do is to continue to pray and continue to share continue to share and you know as i read that pdf i started to think what could be the problem why do we why do a lot of people just run by with all these things that are not right and only one conclusion came to mind and that conclusion is a lot of the times we just pick a verse in a chapter we don't not considering not considering what the um what the messenger was saying from the beginning or not reading to the end because at the end of the day i noticed that when i, I checked all the scriptures that have to do with clean and unclean food i, I look I, I i find out that if you read from the beginning you understand the context of that statement which was used and if you read to the end you would even have more understanding and you know it's 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 really something it's really something and we pray we continue to pray that god will teach us that god will teach us that we would let go of our own belief that we will let go of our own understanding that we will submit to the holy spirit to teach us let us pray quickly our dear father in heaven we thank you for today we thank you for bringing us to study again we thank you for your holy spirit as you keep sending to teach us and to enlighten our minds we plead for mercy we plead for the forgiveness of our sins and we plead for your holy spirit that he may come and teach us and guide us and show to us what truth is thank you father for we ask in jesus name amen amen i'm here to get any answer to yesterday's question as to whether or not statutes laws commandments charge and voice of god are the same yet to get any reply from anybody please please send in your replies i want to learn because i actually don't know i do not know so i need someone to teach me i need to know i need to understand and you can reach me on plus two three four eight one seven nine four six three zero eight one yes that is my whatsapp number text me anytime anytime i will respond
Today we'll be looking at Genesis chapter 27 and as we've asked for the Holy Spirit, let us now dive in into today's text. It's a very interesting one. It is a very interesting one. Jacob, sorry, Isaac blesses Jacob. Now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see that he called Esau, his oldest son, and said to him, My son. And he answered, and he answered, and he answered him, Here I am. Then he said, Behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and make me savour food savory food such as i love and bring it to me that i may eat and my soul may bless you before i die now rebecca was uh, listening when isaac spoke to esau his son and esau went to the field to hunt game and he uh, hunt game and to bring it so rebecca spoke to jacob her son saying indeed i heard your father speak to Esau your brother, saying, Bring me game and make savory food for me, that I may eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now, do we remember what happened in verse 25? Do we remember? Do we even remember when Rebecca was in so much pain and she was like, Why me? Why why am I going through all of this? And God told her, You have two nations in your belly and the younger will rule over the older and we 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 saw how isaac was a man of god seeking god for direction and we also saw how rebecca was a woman that sought after god to help her in her difficulties those are good traits those are good traits but after in verse 25 we now saw that the father liked the older and while the mother liked the younger and we we read something in yesterday's uh, passage yesterday's chapter where jacob was like no before i give you this food or you will bail you will sell me your birthright and we noticed that 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 is wrong and we noticed that that really is not it's not just no be normal it is not a normal eye. So now we are having more light. Now we are having more understanding. We are getting a clearer picture. Now with the action of the mother here, it is obvious that she was also pushing Jacob. Because let's not forget, God told her why there was much struggle in her belly. He told her, you have a twin in you and the younger will rule over the older. And now we see how the mother is trying to push Jacob and Jacob is actually succumbing to be pushed to help God fulfill that which he has said. They weren't patient. They weren't patient for God to do his thing by himself in the way he desires it to be done. Now therefore my son, obey my voice according to what I command you. Go now to the flock and bring me from there two choice kids 
of the goats, and I will make savory food from them for your father, such as he loves. Now, we, the Bible is helping us understand that game Isaac told his son Esau to hunt. So he was going to hunt meat. He was going to hunt game. He was going to hunt kid goats. Uh, kids of goats. Uh, thank God. Then you shall take it to your father. Then he may eat it and that he may bless you before his death. And Jacob says to Rebekah, his mother, Look, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth-skinned man. Perhaps my father, will, uh, my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be a deceiver to him, and I shall bring a curse on myself and not a blessing. But his mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go. Get them for me. And he went and got them and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory food such as his father loved. Now, it's obvious that Rebecca would have been the one to teach Esau how to make this special delicacy Isaac told his son to make for him. So, it's, it's, it's not strange to see that uh, Rebecca could make such a thing. Isaac, uh, Esau must have learned from his mother. You understand? Now, we, we, we see, we see, you know, something comes to mind. Something comes to mind. Are these not persons, I mean the mother this time, is this not a person that was seeking the face of the Lord to help her in a time of trouble? How would such a person be doing this? How? But this just shows me that these people were human like we are. They had places where they stumbled. They made mistakes like we are making mistakes. But now it will be a woe unto us if we are hearing their mistakes and we are doing according to what they did. Two things. This thing of loving one child more than the other, we see that it's obviously not right. Secondly, the idea to do or to help God fulfill that promise which he has made concerning our own lives or concerning the lives of the children or loved ones around us is not good. We shouldn't try to help God do his thing. If he has promised, then we must trust that he will do that which he has promised. And we are seeing evidences that God is not the one to fail on his promise. See the story of Abraham. See the story of Abraham. That miracle son, that miracle son, Isaac, at an old age, you know, this, 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 that miracle son, it, it rings something in my mind. It calls my attention to something. God likes to walk in such a way that all glory will be ascribed to him. He likes to walk in a way that when people hear the testimonies, they would know that this is beyond the ordinary. If uh, Abraham and Isaac had given birth at the normal age where 
the, the woman has not passed the menopause, then they will say that ah, Abraham would most likely say, or if not Abraham, other people when he tells them that ah, this was God's doing, they'll be like, no, Joe, come. Is that not? Is, is that's the age now? I remember this person. Oh, this person. When all the scientists I can already imagine them saying things, but now when it was beyond human comprehension. We see God doing that which he has promised. We must be patient. We must be patient to do that which God has said he will do. And we must never, 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 never try to help God fulfill that which he has promised. Then Rebecca took the choice clothes of her older son Esau. We were with her in the house and put them on Jacob, the younger son. Now, this is interesting. Then, as much as Rebecca liked Jacob more than Esau, she understood she knew Esau personally because now she knows what he likes the most, he knows what he does not like. This is interesting. And she put, um, and she put the skins of the, uh, of the kids of the goats on his hand and on the smooth part of his neck. Then she gave the savory food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob so he went to his father and said my father and he said here I am who are you my son let's not forget he can't see properly anymore Jacob said to his father I am Esau your firstborn I have done just as you told me please arise uh, sit and eat of my game, that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? <laughs> he said, Because the Lord your God brought it to me. Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near, that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near. To Isaac his father and he felt him and said the voice of Jacob's uh, this is the uh, this is Jacob's voice but the hands are like the hands of Esau and he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother's Esau's hands as he blessed him so he blessed him then he said are you really my son Esau he said I am he said Bring it near to me, and I will eat it of my son's, and I will eat of my son's game, so that my soul may bless you. So he brought it near to him, and he ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come, come near now, and kiss me, my son. And he came near, and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his clothing, and blessed him said surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed therefore may God give you of the dew of heaven of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grace and wine of grain and wine let people serve you and nations bow down to you be master over your brethren and let your mothers and let your mother's sons bow down to you cursed 
be everyone who causes you and blessed be those who bless you mm. now we see how sharp Isaac was despite the problems of sight he was sharp first he picked the voice no not that wasn't the first thing he picked the first thing he picked was the time like uh, I just sent you out now how come you you have gone out and you have killed no you've caught you have killed and you have prepared it's too fast it's too fast then it starts to take note of the voice Ah, this this sounds this sounds like Jacob. This doesn't sound like Esau. It's like my voice. You recognize my voice. I want to hear from you, so I'll be able to recognize your own voice. He recognized the voice. Like, ah, this this voice sounds like Jacob, but you know, this this food tastes like Esau's. The clothes smells like Esau. His body is as hairy as that of my son Esau. blessed Jacob and he blessed Jacob you know he even said you shall be head above all your brethren it's very interesting now all these dubious moves to give Jacob the blessing it was solely done by Jacob and his mother not Isaac now I don't even know if Rebecca disclosed that which God told her to her husband I don't know i don't know but we see this very interesting plot now it happened as soon as isaac has finished blessing jacob and jacob has scarcely jacob has scarcely gone out from the presence of isaac his father that esau his brother came in from his <laughs> from his hunting he also had made savory food and brought it to his father and said to his father let my father arise and eat of my son's game of his son's game that you may bless me and his father isaac said to him who are you so he said i am your son your firstborn esau then isaac trembled exceedingly and said what sorry who where uh, where is the one who wanted game and brought it to me I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him. And indeed, he shall be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry, and said to his father, Bless me, me also, O my father. But he said, Your brother came in, came with deceit, and has taken away your blessings. And Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? Mm. So, Jacob means a deceiver. So, he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. Oh, <laughs> and now he took, uh, and, now t- and now look, he has taken away my blessings. And he said, have you not reserved a blessing for me? Now, this is interesting. So, Esau actually acknowledges the fact that he has sold his birthright. Now, he is giving an open confession even in the midst of his father. 
and even to the hearing of any other person that could hear him because this cry was a loud outcry as we have read in the Bible. He spoke bitterly and audibly. So he confessed that, hey, daddy, I have sold my birthright to this boy. He deceived me to sell him my birthright. And now he has come to steal my blessings. Hmm. Interesting. Is this 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 all I'm thinking of at this point is Fujias of commotion. <laughs> then Isaac then Isaac answered and said to Esau, Indeed, I have made him your master, and all his brethren I have given to him as servant. With grain and wine I have sustained him. What shall I do now to you, my son? Now, do, do we see that it's uh, that God has put a stamp to the blessing which Isaac has blessed Jacob? Because if God didn't put a stamp to those blessings, then if, in fact, if God is not speaking through Isaac at this very point, he surely would not say this thing that he has said. He said, indeed, I have made him master over you. And I have given him servants with grain and wine. I have sustained him. Those blessings he uttered were stamped by the Holy Spirit. In fact, they were the Holy Spirit, they were Holy Spirit given. And Esau and Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me. Me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. By your sword you shall live and you shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass when you become restless you shall break his yoke from your neck now Isaac prophesied in this prayer in as much as he prophesied he said that which God had said to Rebekah now I'm saying this so that you will see that truly These words he spoke were actually given by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit spoke to him. And I say that because now he is not giving these blessings. uh, Because he is now giving these blessings in accordance to that which God told Rebecca. That is, the younger shall rule over the older. Now, if this happened... If Isaac was so old that he could not see properly anymore, and let's let's just say Rebecca wasn't dubious. Let's just say Rebecca wasn't dubious. Can you see that there was no way that Isaac would have blessed his children contrary to that which God had told Rebecca? Can you see? Can you see? So Esau hated Jacob because of the blessings in which his father blessed him. 
And Esau said to his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at the end. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. And that and the words of Esau, his older son, were told to Rebekah. So, uh, uh, so she sent and called to Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Surely your brother Esau comforts himself concerning you by intending to kill you. How therefore, my son, now therefore, my son, obey my voice. Arise, flee to my brother Laban in Haran, and stay with him a few days until your brother's fury turns away. Until your brother's anger turns away from you, and he forgets what you have done to him, then I will send and bring you from there. Why should I be uh, bereaved also of you, both in one day? So, at this point, Isaac already died. And after all the morning and all of this, Esau was like, I'm going to kill him. Then the message goes to Rebecca and Rebecca, you know, in a ways told Isaac, told Jacob, pardon me, to run away. And Rebecca said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife of the daughters of Heth, like these who are the daughters of the land, what good will my life be to me? Now we see Rebecca also not wanting her son, Jacob, to have a wife from the land of Canaan. So then this, this would mean that the instruction God gave Abraham, he passed down to Isaac. And he also passed those information to his two sons, in fact to his household. Do not take a wife from the land of Canaan. Do not. Do not take a wife. This was how information was being passed down from one generation to the other. At this point, I don't think they, they had writing materials like we have today. So, they passed down information through uh, words from father to son and so on and so forth. Now, Isaac prophesied into the life of Esau. As he blessed and that prophesying is found in verse 40 it says by your sword you shall live and you shall serve your brother and it shall come to pass this is a future thing it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck now the the it, 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 it now makes the fears of Rebecca even make more sense. Because the only time Esau, the point when Esau will have peace of mind, is when he becomes restless. And we'll see that in a future passage. In a future chapter, we will see the fulfillment of this prophecy Isaac declared. Of this prophecy the Holy Spirit put on the lips of Isaac. Ah, parents, 
parents, parents, parents, parents, parents. We have this book of instruction, this book that shows these records of how people lived. You know, before I would usually say, oh, in this marriage thing, there is no blueprint, nobody, there is no step to follow. But I see how wrong my assumptions were. Because these are blueprints. These are do's and don'ts that we are learning from the Bible. We have been learning this from the time of Adam, even until this very point, we have been learning. So yes, yes, we have a blueprint. My question is, are we ready to search? Are we ready to let go of our own ideas? Now, for those who are married, oh, pray, pray and make corrections where necessary. Study the Bible. And those who are yet to be married, tread softly and pray that the Lord will guide your mind, that the Lord will mold your character and the Lord will fix you with the bones of your own bone. Do have a wonderful day. We'll meet again tomorrow. God bless you.